hand to hand touch, eating way too much, watching my team win with the twins. Welcome in another episode of the podcast. We got the week four edition, trade Mageddon edition. Um, we'll get into that later. It is Wednesday night, nine thirty Central. Um, we'll get into trades, but we got some other stuff to talk about first. JD Jeff, hello. Uh, howdy, How's it going? Jeff. Where? Why did you go silent for five days? Oh yeah, I was gonna address that too. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I was uh, in vacation mode. I was gone just. The whole week didn't really pay attention to anyone's team or anything. Did you have a couple beers? Were you under a bridge? Just a few. Nice. Was I what under a what? <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh man, good stuff. Thanks, right, thanks for the vacation. Did you guys say something? No. We got. We heard what we need to hear. <laughs> Yo, you, you want a recap? Nope. Too late. Okay. Reflection time. All right, I'm glad we got some reflections. It had been a week or so. So here we go. Number one, no one outbids B. I think three people, including myself, went to the Chargers B, all bidding $4. B comes in with a slick five. He's the best in the business. He really is the best in the business. I I mean, so... He brags about winning every auction. There's only so many more weeks where he's going to be able to keep doing that. Like, he's undefeated in auctions. There's a finite amount of budget that you have. You can't keep winning every auction. Similar he's going to get so screwed over by that. Similar to gambling, he doesn't understand that there is an end. Like You, you can't just keep betting on things. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was funny. I, I threw a dollar at the Chargers, but I didn't think they'd go for five. I dropped them. All right. Number two, in terms of the new Lance, actually, should we save this, Lance, for the teacher segment? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll save number two for later. Remind me, though. Wait, why? What's it about? It's the LZ teacher B move of the week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every, everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> that caught fire quick. <laughs> All right, number three is questions for the pod. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, I'm going to call him. In case you haven't heard that before. Okay. Versus Baker Mayfield. Who would you rather want on your fantasy team? One. Want on your chess team? Two. Want to seal your girl? Three. Want to throw an egg at? Four. All four Baker. Every single one. I'll go. Uh, uh, I'll go. Dimes on the chess team. Except throw an egg at Daniel. You want to throw an egg at Dimes? Yes, I do. Is it because his name's Dan? Which I that I understand that. <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, oh. he just seems like a nice guy. He seems like he'd be like, oh, like if you got hit by a egg, he'd be like, oh man, <laughs> dang, and he kind of put his head down. <laughs> he kicked dirt. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm gonna go home I now. I can't believe people are so high on him after one week. Yeah. You didn't watch the game. You're under a bridge. <laughs> yeah, he's unreal. <laughs> they got no TVs under that bridge, or what? You know he's the fastest quarterback in the league besides Lamar? Is he? Like 40-wise? Documented. Or top speed? They measured top, I saw that. top speed running 
quarterbacks last week. Yeah. Lamar was one, he was two. It was like 15 point, or 14.7 today. And he also throws dimes, hence the nickname. <laughs> we get it, Danny Dimes. Alright. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff! Jeff, it's really hard we're not here. We're both looking at the phone yeah. waiting for you to talk. <laughs> what do you mean? You're just leaving me high and dry. All right, next one. Also, Shield picking up Danny Dimes in the lineup. Just pulling out all the stops to not get egged. Really? Fake like said it. it so well in the group text. Like, if you've been there before, it is the worst feeling. <laughs> and he has. And I was last year, and I'm telling you. I still have anxiety about it. All right. Number four. Oh, here we go. Great transition by me. To the weed heads and titty biscuits, I was in your position last year with an 0-3 record, so I will resubmit a reflection I had going into week four last year. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> I have so far I have so far laid an egg this year for a total of goose egg wins, so I'm walking on eggshells, but as they say, <laughs> omelets are not made without breaking some eggs. I won week four, and I hope you both do too. <laughs> <laughs> so many egg references. It's beautiful. There you go, Jeff. Now you're getting it. Yeah, there you go. I'm really delayed, so it's kind of annoying, but go on. I mean, I doubt that, but... Okay. You guys done? <laughs> yeah, we'll bigger later. All right. Number five, pick to click. Hoover Doobers. The guy is just a gamer. <laughs> and this was pre-trade, so... <laughs> what was that? What do, you, what do you think I'm at post-trade? I mean... It's also, either you're, it's either you're the pick to click or you're not. So. <laughs> what do you mean? Also pick to click. <laughs> All right, thanks Rico for the reflections. I'll I'll throw this one in for you. Number six. God bless the league. Oh yeah. All right, Chet. Week two recap. Week three recap. All right, I was it was requested that I read slower, and I <laughs> hopefully I don't screw up. So I sat so, here and watched him do this. It took him forever, and he just rips through them, and a lot of people <laughs> miss half the things he says, which are very creative and funny, but... It takes so long. So we're already a quarter way through the regular season. A little sad. Here we go. In the first matchup of the league's quarter-life crisis, the Boob Biscuits could have used some gravy as even Blacked Out Camel could manage the Burgundy Brooms to a 135-point performance. <laughs> it was a bad day to be a barn as we go to our second of three barn burners from last week. The priest should have stuck to Mass on Sunday as another 25 performance from the only Christian on his team wasn't enough to overcome 70 points from Diesel's dynamic duo. Two of the savviest owners since the slave era faced off in what was expected to be an abolition of change for the enslaved Django. The Caucasian fish may have closed the Underground Railroad for their running back, but they couldn't catch the man named Evans as 41 points was enough to send the Gary Rambers back to Seattle. In the everlasting rivalry between guys and their least favorite pets, the bow-legged pussies drank from a cup of spoiled milk at 64 points from the wide receivers of a single chromosome proved to be the curiosity that did indeed kill the cats. Last but not least, the hamburger helper himself wasn't able to manage himself out of a win over the Mary J. Brains. Against all odds, 27 points from a black man named Philip wasn't enough to push the West Coasters through the finish line in the race to 100 points. Wow, that is just wow. a great recap. I love it. Not how really, long did that take to make that? It takes like a fucking hour. I was gonna say that would take me a week. 
All he does is think of synonyms for your team name. Not a lot of football going on there. Not at all. And that's what I was saying. I was like, it's taking me longer and longer because I'm running out of things. (laughs) Can you guys change your names? I do every week for you. Synonyms and wordplay. It's really hard. All right, so I think... uh, Oh, actually, I guess let's talk trades first. And Oh, yeah. First, I'm going to say about the whole pushing through topic, and we can have the lawyer on if we need to. No one makes a trade saying, I don't want the players right now. And so I know this was a big fiasco like two years ago when me and Diesel made that trade, and I needed the quarterback for Thursday night, and so I asked JD if we could just push the trade through, and then everyone freaked out. I'm not really sure why, because no one like is sitting there like, all right, I'll give you this guy, you give me this guy in two weeks or next week. Like Everyone... Everyone wants the trade, and if they agree to it, they want the players now. So I don't know why we're debating not putting this through just because ESPN randomly has their settings where it takes however long. Yeah, and I don't. That's what I think. It's not even consistent how long it takes. Like Fate says, it took two days for him. Mine's processing October second. That's seven days. It's literally a full week. There's no way we should be at the mercy of however their system is made. Like, if you trade a player, you traded a player. Now you have the new player. I think that's how it should be. Yeah. yeah, mine says it's going to process on the 27th, but... What? I mean, Wait, how the hell is that even real? I don't know. This It makes no sense. Wait, do you, all right, no do you idea. think yours is because there's a bye week? Actually, I have no idea. See, that doesn't even make sense. It should just be consistent. Yeah, I agree with Jason. If you make a trade, you push it through. I don't want to enter a trade and be like, I hope ESPN doesn't delay it and if they do i hope the league i hope the league doesn't vote it down that i can't have this guy because espn set this date you know what i mean so if anyone's really opposed like i would like to hear why but i think we should just get the players when you want and let's not worry about what espn's doing yeah yeah and i mean agree on what you said and then also like the only person that it affects are the two people that are doing the trade and the two people they're playing that week. And like, I'm playing tit. Sorry, this is just for me. And I know Faith was just trying to brow the pot. But like, if it's just me and Dill involved in the trade and we're playing each other, I don't understand what the problem is. That was the idea when I like initially said, we'll just push it through. But that's also is all. like, if I was playing like Till and he got. Dalvin on Le'Veon's buy, like I can't be mad about that. He made a good trade, and ESPN mm-hmm. randomly assigned a date when it's going to happen. Like both owners agreed to it, it should happen, and I have no right in saying no just because it's like in my personal interest. The only time that that like will suck is like in playoffs if someone's out of contention and trades a player to someone in contention, oh, yeah. like to basically because like I say I want you to beat B or something because I'm like fuck B and then yeah. trade you someone. So that's why we got to have vetoes. <laughs> that's, well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's when the league should actually speak up. But I think if all trades are made, I mean, if a trade, I don't even know, can you make a trade on like Sunday morning? I don't even know if you could. I don't know. I doubt it. But maybe, maybe give the league one day to really veto it. I can't see a, the entirety of this league. I don't see anyone league, ever vetoing a trade. Like it would have to be outrageous. You have to have no integrity to like personally sabotage someone exactly. in the playoffs or something. Um, so hopefully we never have to worry about that, but, all right. So, I guess we can actually talk about the trades now. Uh, we can talk about Jeff's first. 
Do you want to go first? I mean, this is ridiculous. I feel like, like what? First of all, I I was trying to work a trade for um, uh, for Devontae Adams with Shields, and he told me there are two players on his team he can't and won't trade this year, and it's Devontae Adams and Travis Kelsey. This was yesterday, mind you. And then he trades Travis Kelsey for Mark Ingram, someone who, one, splits carries uh, at Baltimore, two, is, like, buying at the peak of all peaks, like, the highest you could ever buy him, and trading away Travis Kelsey, selling at the lowest you could ever sell him. I don't, I don't understand the logic. And Travis Kelsey was, like, his first pick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was a first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of the same. I... I was going to come on this podcast today and say, I know we look terribly wrong about our Mark Ingram opinions, but I think it's going to start changing. Not saying he's bad, and I was wrong about that. I still don't like him, but I don't, I don't think he's as bad as we thought after the draft. But the schedule that he's played and the run defenses that he's played, mm-hmm. not anyone, but many, many running backs in the league could do what he did, especially with that quarterback on your team. And... Uh, so I was going to say, I think he probably regresses and isn't this crazy psycho running back. Um, and sure enough, Mike trades for him and says he's got a lot of touchdowns coming because of the schedule. And I was literally <laughs> thinking the exact opposite. I'm pretty sure I wrote it down in my notes. We'll get to it. Like um, more than three touchdowns a game? Because that's what he scored last game. And the other thing, I mean, obviously I, I'm pretty pissed because Jeff's team just got way better. Um which is unfortunate for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, With Melvin and, and like, now Travis. <laughs> I was thinking, like, he really is trying to just crawl out of the egg hole, but, like, how many weeks is Ingram going to outscore Kelsey? Like, it, it might be even. Mm-hmm. And it's way easier to find a fill-in running back, in my opinion, than, like, a bottom-tier tight end. But And my, my idea for shit was, like, you have, he has such a shitty team, so many holes to fill. Like, this, like, one-for-one one horizontal is, like, the exact opposite of what he needs. Yeah, I don't know. Getting rid of your best player is the way to start. Like, but I don't know what else you could get rid of. I, it's tough. I don't know um, when you're in that position. One, none of your players have been performing. It's really hard to like offer anyone up at this point. But I don't know. That was my opinion. I just thought it was funny that he said he pointed to the schedule, and I was literally going to say the exact opposite <laughs> today in this podcast. All right, Jeff. Obviously, you're happy about it. Yeah, I mean, I thought. You guys were over-exaggerating how, like, lopsided the trade was. I do think I won, but he really needed a running back. I mean, you uh, just got a first-round player for a third-round player that you reached That's for. what I was... Like, you never trade a first-round player, ever. Like, that's... You just don't do that. And this is... So that's funny how Chet mentioned that, because it's been two days in talking with him, and he was trying to trade Mark Ingram for Devontae Adams. That's unbelievable. And I was thinking about it. <laughs> I offered, and I'm like, eh, no. I'm going to keep Ingram because I have Julio and Odell. And then I have A.J. Green coming back. <laughs> I just, like, he just started talking how good Ingram is. And I was like, yeah, and they got a quarterback this year. They're the real deal. <laughs> I proposed Ingram for Kelsey. I did it yesterday. Did it today again canceled it and then finally he was just like all right let's do it all right and he accepted it right away what time was that at if i may ask uh it was like five thirty my time all right i may have 4 30 
I may have had a small part in that. He told me he was trying to trade Devontae Adams. And I am honestly looking out for him, said, don't. The Packers are about to put up a lot more offense. They've had a tough schedule to start the year. Don't overreact yet. And he gave away a better player. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome, I guess. I've been trying to trade I, for Devontae I still, Adams. I think Ingram's the, he doesn't split shares. Uh, I mean, yeah, he gets any gets any pass any he doesn't get any passes any anything that's like a screen. Pass no, that's is not true. It. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't get any passes. But if I mean, if you look at him in the past on New Orleans behind Kamara, he finished like a top ten running back. He gets every goal line touch on the best offense in like history. And I'm sorry, the Baltimore Ravens are not. They are. This is a blip. They're not going to be scoring forty points a game. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens when he plays, like... A defense. The Steelers, um, or the, even the Browns. Like, we'll see. I yeah, mean, I'm not week. saying he's going to be bad. I'm just saying we'll see. I don't think he's going to be this psycho. And I think you know he's not going to be like that either. Otherwise, No, I definitely know he's at his high right now. That's why I was... Right. I Absolutely. mean, it's funny that you sent that picture where it's like... Actually absurd. <laughs> one <laughs> click, one click on his name and that's what you see. <laughs> I honestly didn't even see that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's go to the next one. Yeah, let's one. go to the next one. And Jeff, before uh, you or I say anything, I actually want to hear what Chet was thinking here. So, Till trades Lev Bell, Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley for Dalvin Cook, Damian Williams, Jarvis Landry. Please share your what so, you're thinking. So, Dalvin okay, Cook. Can, can you say that again, real quick? Lev right. Bell, Aaron Jones, and who? Ridley. Okay. For Dalvin Cook, Damian Williams on the Chiefs, and Jarvis Landry. So, um, first, Dalvin Cook is scared. I've been trying to kind of trade him at a high um, for a, a good, a good like couple people. I feel like he's injury prone, and I'm like scared to have him. And he's gonna score twenty points, but there's like a fifty fifty shot that he makes it through the season. Two, um. The only thing that I think that could make me look stupid is Damian Williams is like if he's actually good. He's only played one game really. And I was like, all right, like whatever, I'll take that shot. Lev Bell, I think, is gonna be a top ten to fifteen running back. Aaron Jones, I think, is gonna be a top ten to fifteen running back. And Calvin Ridley, I wouldn't I have no one to start on I asked for Calvin Ridley or Alshon Dre- Jeffrey. I think Calvin Ridley Ridley's good. That offense is gonna score a lot of points. Um, they double Julio. Calvin has done good. He's scored touchdown almost every game. And I would never start Jarvis Landry anyway because he's one of those receivers that's like 7 to 10 points that I have a million of. Every player that I got, I would start. I would only start may- one, maybe two of the players that I traded. I think – so I think the wide receiver – because I'm looking at these like one for one. So like Love Bell for Dalvin Cook. It seems like a pretty even on its face. I think – Ridley is way better than Jarvis Landry, so that's good for you. Um, I just think the other guys, like, Lev uh, Bell's tough in that offense because, dude, they're – who knows when Darnold will be back and if he'll be any good. They just suck. Aaron Jones is – I had to deal with this last year with he's so much better, but he doesn't play every down. I just think your guys have higher ceilings, but if you're more worried about injuries than scoring a lot of points, then that's – well, not, not I don't even, think it's like a horrible trade. I'm just saying that was my thought. I was just a little bit confused, but yeah, I agree with almost everything you just said. I think Dalvin Cook is way better fantasy wise 
than Le'Veon just because the Jets are so bad. Oh, no, I agree 100. I'm not arguing that at all. He I did hear he's been that. injured by October every year. <laughs> so and that's then the whole, the whole Damian Williams thing, it's just, it's only a matter of time before LeSean McCoy goes down and then Damian Williams just takes he over. Is, he is injured. Damian Williams is he really? Is, yeah. Damian Williams is also <laughs> currently injured, possibly. Yeah, Damian Williams is also injured, but then Daryl Williams or whatever his name is looked incredible last week. They have three running backs it's, that they're playing. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't that's know. Okay. I I guess I think it's a really fair trade. I I'm do not, think it's fair. I'm not saying either side was dumb to do it, but we'll see what happens. I guess. Yep. Big matchup. All right, I want to say two things real quick before we do this. Uh, first, it's fucking bullshit that the two most impactful injuries happened to me this year. I'm done with that. <laughs> All right, I complained. I'm done. Uh, it's fucking bullshit, though. And I actually hate it. And when I, Jeff, I was telling them when I texted saying I'm not having any fun and I want to hang it up, I was not joking. It was horrible. <laughs> I had such bad anxiety on Sunday. That, I mean, that is having your number one pitch go that's tough. And yeah. then you're right two years in a row. Fucking bullshit, <laughs> dude. It makes me so fucking mad. All right, I'm done. I had to complain. But actually, off of that, though, I was thinking of this. So I think we should have an IR spot. And the only, the only way you can use it, because no, because I, th- I think this got brought up and everyone's like, no, no, no. Which I think we should have one in general. But if everyone doesn't want one, I think you should at least have one. So... You could put your first-round pick, if he gets injured for the season, you can put him in there. Because since we have a rule that you can't keep him, you dropping him only benefits someone to be able to keep him. And so you're just burning a spot so you don't help anyone else. And it's like, it just really puts you in a bad spot. So I would suggest that, at least, if we don't want to do it just for everybody, at least do it for people's first-round picks that go on IR. Yeah, that makes a lot of the keeper thing makes a lot of sense actually. Because once we voted that you can't keep a first rounder, I would drop it. Like if he got hurt for the year, I would have dropped him instantly, and someone would have kept him, and it would like shaft everyone else. Who got pissed. Yeah. Or what if you do it like they actually do it? Like it has to be for six weeks. Like you have to do it for a certain amount. It could of time. be on IR. Like if you have to put him in IR, and you can't pull him off for six weeks. Like the actual. Well, that's why you make it an IR spot. Yeah. ESPN then, has the tag for IR. Yeah. But, like, you can't put him on IR when we come. Like, you have to No, he has IR. to be on IR to be in the spot. Yeah. And we could even make it he has to be your first-round pick if everyone's that against it. Um, I don't know. Something to think about for next year. I know, like, oh, it's just benefiting you right now. But, like, he's not even on IR. Um, I was going to, yeah, I was going to say we either have to do that or, I mean, we just change the keeper thing where if you if someone drops someone and you pick them up, it doesn't matter. It's wherever they got drafted. That's just an alternative if we didn't want to do that. I would rather have the waiver pickups be more beneficial to people that do them, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm indifferent. I don't really care. I just think, yeah, it, it really puts you in a bad spot if your first-round pick goes gets out for the year. You're already got, like, your already team is way worse, and now you have to waste a bunch spot just to not drop the guy. So, something to think about. All right. So this week we'll do I'll just I'm just gonna go by the matchups and I'll say the ranking when we um I guess when I say the team name, so it's not gonna be in order. Um But yeah, I wrote I wrote all my notes before the trade, so and I I haven't looked at them since, so we'll see how good they are. 
All right. So plays out. I'll start with uh, number three, Priest Holmes, against number eight, the Seattle Ramblers. Eight? Man. Yeah, eight. That's tough. Where were they last week, the Seattle <clears throat> Ramblers? Four. What a fall from so grace. So the fall from grace, Chris Carson fumbling in every game. Sony Michelle not looking impressive one bit. I forgot about that. Yeah, is Chris Carson still going to be uh, the main guy there? Yeah. Dude, he he's so much better, but, like, you will, got to hang on the ball. Will Disley, good pickup. Um, okay, you want to start? Go ahead. So, you can we start? Yeah, I don't need to start. All right. T.Y. questionable for the game. Um, his replacement would be a significant downgrade. So, yeah, if you look at Rico's yeah. flex versus the bench – that's really going to drop him down. Um, number three team with TYN, that may, in my opinion, move down a little bit if he doesn't have him. Um, Carlson, oh, he's got so he's got three Seahawks off that loss to the, um, to the Saints at home. I think they're going to come out swinging. They're playing the Cardinals, who are getting thrashed by everybody. Um, so he's got Lockett, obviously Lockett, Car- Carson, Will Disley. Um, so I got the Ramblers in this one. Upset. The Rambler upset eight four, um, yeah. I mean, I like I thought I thought the Ramblers were good. Like Terry uh, Terry McLaurin's sick. I know their quarterbacks troubled, but like even with a bad quarterback, and even I think if uh, uh, Haskins comes in, they still he gets like ten targets a game, and then Chris Carson, Zeke Elliott, incredible running backs, <clears throat> and the way Josh Jacobs has been playing on the. Uh, um, on Priest Holmes, he kind of sucks. So I, I don't know why the the Priests are wor- run, ranked so high versus the, the Ramblers. I don't see really where it is. DeAndre? Yeah. Chris Godwin? That's like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And Rico uh, ranked himself last again. And still so he, up. he probably would have went second, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. That's why I picked the Ramblers. It's his tenacity. Yeah, it is his tenacity. It's his enthusiasm. Uh, pretty much agreed with everything. I have the Ramblers in this. Looking at Rico's matchups are insane. Dude, <laughs> that's a good pick. Are we going to have to cut Jeff off the podcast? Wait, um, also on a side note. Hey, keep it down, producer. <laughs> on a side note, I watched my first football game with the priests. And that guy is the most enthusiastic, the most football guy I've ever seen in my life. It is all based upon fantasy, whether it's this league or his other league. I don't know. But it is 100%. I don't even know if he knows which teams are playing, just which players he has in fantasy. And it is the most electric time watching a game. That's it. All right. Next matchup. Jeff, you can start this one. All right. Yeah. Number nine. It's fucking hard going third. Oh, it's the uh, it's the trade bowl. Number nine, oh. Kitty Biscuits. This is oh the rankings were all pre trades. Obviously, I don't know if I said that already. Uh, number nine, Teddy Biscuits against number four, Bow Legged Cats. The fact that Chet is number four is a goddamn joke. <laughs> Jeff, didn't you rank me number four? I I just looked and I have you as five. Wait till you see where I am. Four. Fuck. All right, well, after – shit, I wish I could see the trade. Oh, I have the trade right here. All right, boom. So, 
Dalvin at Chicago, he's not going to do anything. <laughs> That's a really tough matchup. Uh, Lenny at Denver, injured. too. Jeez. Kerryon Johnson at KC. I think that's a really good matchup. Kerryon Johnson's a beast if you actually watch him play. Jeff, Dalvin isn't like going to be on my team. Are you I know I was for- saying that for the titties. Oh, okay. The tits. Um, Darren Waller is somehow a beast, but he's at Indy, so that hurts. I don't know. This is tough. I think I... <laughs> I think I sadly got Boo Radley. Yes. I can't tell with the traits. Dude. So you don't have <laughs> this is oh. a hard-hitting analysis. <laughs> He's a beast. This is just really... I like... He's not a beast, but uh, it's tough. No, it's just <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my prediction. Oh, Aaron Jones, but he's playing Philadelphia, so... All right. <laughs> The Dallas-New Orleans matchup, they're playing. My pre-written notes were all about the running backs and their matchups. And oh, now David they're... Tomlinson, but he's retired and not on either team. <laughs> he's a beast. Now the running backs are on opposite teams. So I initially <laughs> said Till wins because even though Love Bell's on the bye week, his other running backs, even though they've been lacking, carry on Johnson, Aaron Jones, they have great matchups. Jeff, you hit on it. Thank you. Now... <laughs> Now Aaron Jones on the other team. Dalvin comes over with a tough matchup. Uh, Chuck's running backs have brutal matchups, and Boyd has a brutal matchup. And the rest of the team is on bye. Or is that right? Yep. So it was not good. Uh, so I had Till, and now they swapped. And uh, so I still don't know. I still got Till. Fuck it. I think. My my play partially with this trade and partially with uh, or where I saw it was at. I have just the most consistently seven to twelve point scoring players on my team, so I will never score under ninety five to a hundred points. I yeah, think. Aaron Jones will change that for sure. But so what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is that the uh, ups and downs of his lineup, which what will be his lineup, is just gonna be a roller coaster of emotion. And I think if you just play that out, we're about an even matchup. So I have nothing to say about this actual matchup. Right. Go Cats. Next one, number one, red. Oh, I have the record <gasps> written down. I didn't read them, though. Red's 2-1. and one. I guess number six, Beef Penguin, 3-0. and oh. <laughs> Wait. Ra- Ranked himself first again. <laughs> Beef Penguin. All right. Uh... Red, I actually red, let's hear it. stuff. Right. Yeah. It, it is the same thing, though. And I feel like you guys are just going to make fun of me. So, Eckler and Mac have unbelievable matchups. And Eckler's a great... See? There it is. There it is. I just have... I clearly have the best team in this league. <laughs> Melvin's going to be coming back. The best wide receivers, the best tight end. So I mean, I don't think I'm going to lose another game. When Melvin comes back, is he playing this week? No, right? No. When Melvin comes back, do you... Wait, where is it? Do you start Austin Eckler? Probably the first two games. So who would your starting lineup be? Josh Allen? 
Austin Eckler, Melvin, and then oh, because you got rid of Mark Ingram, so Marlon Mack. I don't know no, why. No, Barry Legend will be in the flex. So I don't know why I feel every week, even though they give Marlon Mack the ball one million times, I still just I can't believe he's good. I don't I don't get. He scores points because he has like fifty touches a game, but I don't think Marlon Mack's good. I'm gonna die on that grave. OBJ. And uh, Julio, I think your saving grace has been Julio Jones finally is having a consistent year of like a hundred yards and a touchdown. That's been like the biggest like up for this team, aside from. Yeah, I remember when the producer said he wasn't the best wide receiver. Yeah, but also your struggle with OBJ being t- like, I your team. I th- I'm not worried about that. I think the Browns are going to turn it around. Our producer just smiled so big. So big. <laughs> I'm watching 10 different ways to cook a fish right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I told you guys I wrote it down. Ingram finally plays an average defense. Too bad he's not going to be there. Um, Eckler makes up for it, obviously, playing Miami trash. But, I mean, Beef's team, Mahomes, Ingram, with Danny Dimes. I like those two. I honestly don't like the rest of the team this year. Like, at, at all. I mean, Gurley can't rely on. Adrian Peterson, as we saw Monday night, definitely can't rely on. Juju with the backup quarterback, he had one big play. Otherwise, they didn't do anything. Gordon has a something wrong with his hand, uh, which is not great. And Buffalo's a good D. I, I just don't like any part of that side. Yeah, wow. Now that Jeff made his team that much better with Kelsey, I got Jeff by a lot. And, Digging. and let's take a note that fantasy football in a nutshell is B has the Second, so he has the ninth amount of like ninth points overall. Yeah, points scored he, and three. He, and is a, he should be in second to last place with points overall, and he's yeah. three and off. That is fantasy in a nutshell for you. I didn't even hit Marquise Brown. But you could say the same thing that you say for Ingram. Like they're finally playing some average defenses instead of bottom feeding defenses. So it's like very hard to rely on all. You know, you'd like to have maybe one guy in your lineup. It's like maybe I can rely on him. He's got five in my opinion. Yeah. That's insane. I if you go through player by player, I would not like I would be iffy to start almost every one of these. Especially in our ten team league where yeah. you know our lineups are pretty stacked <laughs> as it is. Like it's scary. Especially the girly thing, and he has that a good matchup this though. week. And McVeigh said I need to use him more, but that one sucks. The rest of it is scary, and that's what happens when you you get your guys in the draft. You pass on some other guys, <laughs> some guys that aren't your guys. You trade all your guys for other guys. <laughs> also, how much money do you have left, B? Forty, right? Forty? Is it forty? I don't know. That is absurd. It's week three. I have ninety-five dollars left. I actually only have seventy-seven. But all right, who oh, we got? forty-three. All right, the next one is number five, DP Doe, two and one, versus number 10, Weedheads, 0 and three. DP five and what? Diesel's five, Shields 10. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Shields was a consensus 10, except Rico drafted himself or ranked himself 10. <laughs> what, is the, what a good guy. Um, I think this might be the West Coast Needlehead's first week projected over 100 points. Let's see if he can break triple digits here. Um, I, th- I like the sign of uh, 
Montgomery getting the ball at the end of the game. I don't know if that was just like literally because it was the end of the game. They're running out the clock. But if that if they actually start using him, he's gonna be. I I think he'll be an RB one. Um, at Minnesota, not great. Uh, Nelson Aguilar's bet. He was injured last week, right? Or did he play? Oh, short touchdown. Oh well, Nelson. Ag- oh yeah, I think he played. He had a great game last week. Yeah, yeah. Without, hurt. Right without Alshon, without um. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, he'll be good. Hey, whoa. I know DP is good, but if, if Shields gonna pick a week to win, let's do it, Shields. I'm on I'm on the West Coast needle ads, right? It, oh wait, he doesn't have Travis anymore. Is it cause dimes? I don't know. It's a, I like Dave Montgomery, but I, I know Minnesota D, but Devontae Evans, I agree one hundred percent that there's no way Aaron Rodgers sucks this long or like forever and uh Philly's banged up. Um, Nelson Aguilar again is going to be the only wide receiver left on that team, and I'm well. Green Bay's a tough defense, but and hopefully Mark Ingram keeps his thing going. I just want Shield to win. I just, I just don't want him to fly out here and get welted. <laughs> Sorry, don't. I, I actually have Shield winning this as well. <laughs> um, I don't know who the hell he's going to have as tight end. Does he have a tight end on his bench right now? Jason Witten. Play by play himself in the end zone. Um, and as you're saying, Nelson Aguilar, the whole receiving core is banged up. Yeah, like I think he's gonna have a big week. Nope. I like him a lot. Um, David Montgomery needs to. I don't know why they don't feed him the ball more. If they don't, they did this. I just don't get it. And after Tariq did that video locker room thing, he's not playing next game. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I just, Doe manages himself out of every game. It's the best. It's so fun to watch. It's crazy. Yeah. I just, I think somehow he's going to manage himself out of this game. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what's more of a surefire thing. B, picking up the free agent that he goes for on the waiver wire or Doe managing himself out of a W? Well, the, the DP Doe tight end experiment is becoming my favorite storyline in the league. <laughs> and the fact that he has to give us live updates of how his tight ends aren't getting the ball. <laughs> we got a new one in there this week. TJ Hawkinson just dropped like three touchdowns, didn't he? Like he was getting... I just kept getting updates in the group text of how he wasn't getting the ball. I still, I still have Diesel winning, and I, I, I agree. I want Shield to get a win. Um, I think he has to get to 100 points here, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Hasn't done it yet. <laughs> but like, I mean, we talked last week about the Saints downgrade, and like Kamara just gets the ball every play, so that kind of worked in reverse on the road in Seattle. So they're at home in a night game. I think the Saints will will be just fine. Miko Hardman, great matchup. I heard Darius Slay actually might be out, so that's even a better matchup. And then, I don't know. I just think overall, I got Diesel still. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be an uphill battle. I'm it not is. not gonna lie, but definitely dug a hole. Let's uh, can we get an update on how many points behind? He can't have more than two hundred points. He is one hundred and oh. Wait, who? Oh, I guess sort. Yeah, he is 81 points behind Not B. as bad as expected. And B's 3-0. Oh. Behind B. So he's really chasing the next one, who is 97 points behind. Got some work to do. Yeah, hey, I mean, 
One big week. All right, last matchup is maybe the match of the week. Number two, the guys. Still number two. Battling through adversity. <laughs> I guess number seven, Lance. Lance at one and two. Guys are three and oh. I'll let you guys go first. So, I thought the lionfish went all white. But it seems as though you took the white players out of your lineup. <laughs> so, you, you call yourself Don't, out. All right. Out. You got to look at his team as a whole because you never know who's going to end up in there. <laughs> True. All right. Fair. Um... Okay, going through here, the guy's obviously sick, but James Conner, you got to think that one of these games, he's going to have a real game, right? Like, it's got, I don't know if it's going to come for Cincinnati, but to have a fourth, like, dud just doesn't make sense after what he did last year. Mike Evans, obviously not going to have the same thing as um, he did last week, but obviously they're pretty much just throwing the ball to him. So that looks good. It's just the only problem is that your two wide receivers are fucking the same exact way. I guess now Philip Rivers only throws a Keenan Allen, and Cooper Cup has just always been good. But going back to this is the same Eagles thing. The only two people that will receive a reception on the Eagles are Zach Ertz and Nelson Aguilar. And I think Ertz just like hasn't had a good game yet, right? Has he had a touchdown? No, he's been having good games. Everything but a touchdown. Yeah, so like so he's, he's been having about like ten, like what eight receptions, like seventy something yards. He's due, and the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers are playing Miami. There's like good match around. It's not bad matchups. So, I mean, this is again more me just wanting the line, cheering for the lionfish over here instead of the three and old guys, but they could do it. The it hurts. I... I'm also on the line, Fish. Um, I just... James White somehow always puts up points, but I don't... Like, that backfield, it's a three-headed backfield. It's... That's a tough start right there. And I agree, James Conner and Zach Ertz, I mean, they have to do something. There's no way they're that bad. Um, Django? I hate him. Skipped over that one. Yeah, wait, yeah. do it. I won't quit Sorry. Django. I'm side, not changing him. Side note, but this happens to every Django owner. Not me. They I'm get him. It. They get him, and they're like, "I'm gonna play him two games. <laughs> if he doesn't perform this game, I'm taking him out of the lineup." The next, the next week comes by, and you're like, eh, I don't He's know. He's impossible to quit. This is the this is the week. He's impossible to quit. He's like a bad disease. It's incredible. He's a rusty chain that you can't. Django are, is a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> you, just, you start you start smoking them just drunk. And then one day you're addicted and have a hole through your throat. He's like Jeff Jeweling. He only does it when he's drunk. He only scores when he's on every single... He only does the score when he's on every single person's team. He doesn't understand how to score. I got myself. <laughs> oh, yeah? Look at my wide receiver matchups. That's yeah. the deciding factor. And then it was Django. I was like, I got these wide receivers against these shitty-ass defenses. And yeah, but they, I have Philip Rivers, so every time you score a touchdown, I get a touchdown. Yeah, you get four we, points, I get six. And so... And okay, I get .1 per yard, and you get .0, whatever, four. It's still, it's like a safety precaution for me. And so, reverse, you got, they're going to be up by so much in Miami and so much in uh, 
the Rams. They're just not going to throw the ball. They're just going to run the whole I time. I don't think the Rams can run the ball. You've seen Todd Gurley. They pulled Tom Brady in the third fucking quarter last week on me. And then they brought him back when he threw a pick six. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but I don't see that happening. I mean, if they're going to be up by so much, they have to get to that many points at Also, some point. what the hell do you think you're doing starting the Vikings D at Chicago? They're going to get negative 20 points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kenny Galladay. Galladay at home against the Chiefs. Ugh. I uh, I tried to get the Chargers, but I got outwit outbid I mean, by the Whisperer. Oh yeah, yeah. me too. I mean, this is a battle. Ever. You lose that battle. I put a dollar. I put a it's, dollar it's out there. He's just, just like buying. <laughs> you don't. You come correct if you're going against them. You don't. You don't throw in a dollar. Everyone else is bidding. B is buying. You should buying people. You know that saying? Not everything's for sale. Well, for B, everything's for sale. I mean, you don't lay out a limp ass dollar <laughs> for the Chargers defense. Everyone else is gambling. B's just buying. Gotta get your guys. He's proved time in and time again. He gets his guys. All right, one more time through the rankings. Uh, Wait, Jeff, you got anything on that one? Oh, yeah. No, he has, he has faith. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I already did. Yeah, I forgot. He said, I agree with JD. I'm also on the line for <laughs> When the hell is Tyreek supposed to come back? Oh, he's... uh. Wait, by the way, Saquon got a second opinion today. I wonder what happened. On it. Um, yeah, can you look that up, producer? You got it. Uh, Tyreek, the most, so here's, Stop my fish video. I have a, <laughs> I have a daily routine at work where I Google Saquon Barkley and Tyreek Hill. Uh, it was just Tyreek Hill. Saquon has now joined the Google search. Uh, the most recent news on Tyreek is that he wants to get out there. Andy Reid is trying to be cautious with him. He's out of the sling. He's been seen dribbling a basketball Whoa. with both hands. What? I think he'll be back soon. This they guy. have decided to not make the second Both opinion hands. public. Although he has gotten the second opinion, Pat Sherman says it's that's quite often to make the second opinion not public. Oh, okay. That's probably like bad news. I think it's probably the same. Sounds like... Oh, my God, that's a bummer. Because if, if it was bad, I think they would, like... No, they're not saying... If it was good, they would I mean, publish it. to be honest... You go either way. I mean... To be honest... Neither of you are wrong on that. I think... I think he's out till the bye week, which fucking sucks. What's that? Uh, it would be eight weeks. Oof. People yeah, forget it is bye season. Chet, are you playing the Wayne train this week after $22 oh, yeah. well spent? $22. Uh, after no if one bid him with the league yeah. that's best once again. I bid 16 Oh, it said no one else bid on him. I bid 16 I was like, I was like, uh, I really don't want him. I don't think he's a, that good. I thought Shield was going to go get him because he needed a running back. Instead, he traded his best player for Mark Ingram. Alright, yeah. Got cut off again. What were we, what were we actually just talking about, though? Um, I did... This, so there's a, oh, the Wayne train. Yeah, yeah. There's a spot open in my flex, and that... Well, not with this trade. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but that was supposed to be for Wayne train. You might have to play even more with this trade, because you're going to have no left belt. So yeah. you have Aaron Jones. I have Aaron Jones, Lenny Fournette, and probably Wayne train, Tyler Boyd, and... Wayne train getting the start! Yeah. Tyler Boyd and, and Kelvin. Clemson Tiger. Um, yeah, I knew Fates was just saying all that to make me spend a lot, so I wasn't worried about that, but I was like, I was like, if he somehow turns out to be good, like James Conner, and I didn't even spend, like, $10 on him, and someone got him for, like, 8 bucks, I was gonna be pissed, so I, think I went... I was on any other team, like, like, the Giants, yeah. like, they're bad, bad. Well, and the, so here's, actually, this is the other thing that I was gonna mention, so they, they play the Washington this week, which is a great matchup. Yeah. Their next two matchups are shitty, and then... Or three maybe, and then their buys come. No, their buys farther down. But their their next few matchups are bad, so 
I I didn't want to start him right away because I didn't want I wasn't sure. You can't start him week one. And that yeah, you got to see. And then after that, I wouldn't start him the next two weeks because they have shitty matchups. So I was like, I don't know if he's worth that much money, but if he turned out to be good and I didn't bid anything, I would have been pissed. How great would if Jay spent twenty two dollars and never actually had him in a starting lineup? <laughs> <laughs> I'm he, starting him this he week. He was trying to trade him for me. I like just got a twenty dollar player. For <laughs> <Yeah>. free. <laughs> That's what I did with Diesel. I picked up Hawkinson for three dollars, traded him for Allen Robinson. So I actually, uh, I picked up Madison, the Vikings backup, for the Dalvin Cook soon to be injury. <laughs> See. Uh, and I thought we were going to flip those guys and be like, I got a $22 guy for a $1 guy. <laughs> um, but all right. Oh, I was going to read the... Yep. So now we're on to the most important segment of the all right. wait, wait, wait. I won't reread the rankings. Ah, reread. Reread the rankings. rankings. Number 10, Shield. Number 9, Till. Number 8, Carlson. Number 7, Lance. 6B, 5 Doe. 4 JD. 3 Rico. 2 Me. 1 Jeff. All right. Do you... So I'm going to say the segment, and then you could do Rico's. And then okay, yeah, mine. Rico's will be the appetizers. Be the so my, my segment has some new uh, intro music. JD, go ahead. <laughs> Welcome on back to Rate Foxy's Weekly Wavy Wire Spendings. Pickups, trades in the form of a leg zerk. You should get a little loud there. Well, we practiced that a couple times, and they never got that loud when we were practicing. <laughs> well, this one is called Rate... <laughs> rate Boxes, we- yeah, you're fired. We're gonna have to work on someone else. Rate boxes weekly waiver wires spending, pickups or trades in the form of a leg Zurich high school teacher. And our first guest of the segment would be Rico. Uh, and Perchek, if you'd like to go ahead and read that. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in a proxy for Rico. Number number two reflection. In terms of the new Lance segment of the podcast, I'll give that transaction a town. You got the girl everyone wants, but you're still short. <laughs> All right. Wait, which transaction? So he's refer- I think he's referring to the Chargers D. Yeah, because okay. that was the only pickup. So, I don't uh, know if you mean short in stature, if he means short in budget. I think he means short in stature. Short well, obviously penis. with the town thing. Or, cause it's, or is it because Boxy's short? Oh, wait. Oh, he's, he's comparing it to Mr. Town. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got the girl Mr. everyone Town. wants, but he you're still short. short. Yeah. That's the Chargers okay. this week. Carson, yeah, so I guess I should have. I guess I should have said so. Yeah, so his pickup of the week was, that was good. It was, and it was, and his pickup of the week was um, picking up the Chargers defense for five dollars. So, as the veteran of the segment, who's now doing it for the second week in a row, here's my analysis. So here's the deal: Boxy went out and spent five dollars on a defense. Now we're talking a defense. Not a science teacher fresh out of college with a doctorate in educational sciences on a very high-level degree. He went out and spent 5% of the school's budget on another defense. Instead of Lake Zurich High School being able to afford a fancy new science teacher with a doctorate in education and a minor in beakers, he went out and bought Dean Jewett. Somebody no one... Somebody nobody... Wait, he bought Dean Jewett. Some nobody who thinks he's a part comedian and is overpaid for physical education that is full of child touchers and goofs. I didn't want to say child uh, rapist because we don't actually know what happened with um, Klopp and Gabby. Um, Boxy decided to add Dean Jewett to the roster. That, that needs way more than that. Another shocking week for Lake Zurich High School and its teachers. Oh, man. 
All right, so just two. So I that think was his only pickup. We can that was summarize. Only... We can summarize the pickup as a short male PE teacher. Yes, that he already has lots of. Take them. your pick. <laughs> yeah, when, well, he, when he could have afforded a science teacher with a doctor in educational sciences and a minor in beakers, could have done. Could have hired that guy. He's getting to the point in the budget where you you just can't anymore. He spent five yeah, percent of the school's budget this week on another PE teacher, and which is like ten percent of his remaining budget. <laughs> There you go. That's a good match. Another great segment. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Stay tuned next week. I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> no, that was the intro music. I do the extra music. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to nominate one person each week to go ahead and write in. Um, I will go ahead and text you the morning of the podcast. Letting you know... Causing, causing, causing. Letting you know, letting you know which... Letting you know which... Transaction we will be talking about this week. He only had one, so Rico was right on cue. Um, so please watch out. It's like, you know, well, you're... And question. Well, it can't be you because you're doing the intro and outro. No, music. question. So you're, <laughs> question. You're I thought I got fired. You're good in the first week. What if Box doesn't pick someone? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a good <laughs> joke. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have anything uh, else? I think that's it. Rad, you got, you got anything else down there? Um, can I request to go early on this new segment? I'm running out of teachers' names. Well, I'm, you got to text uh, the the guy. Yeah, you can talk. Come correct. You can talk to my <laughs> producer. All right. Good talk. All right. That's, uh, that's all we got, I think. I think so. Are we, uh, are we doing football picks or? Oh, Jeff clearly has some football picks. What about some news, Jeff? Have your news? Yeah, Jeff, oh, yeah, where's, where's the, the news? news? Uh, the news? That is written down somewhere. Are you Googling it right now? No. Chelsea, get the computer quickly. Chelsea, what happened today? Um. Sometimes people have good podcasts, some people, sometimes they don't. I really hope I can actually 